Welcome to Fraser's Ridge, an Outlander podcast. I'm here with two of my best buds, Katie and Aaron. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, Tiff. Hey, Aaron. How's it going? It's Good. Fun. It's been a while. Yeah, been a minute. It has been a minute. Remember when um, we said we were going to do something <laughs> in the offseason? <laughs> and then we never did. Yeah, so much content. Yeah, I hope everyone's been enjoying. It's been like endless here. <laughs> enjoying the break from Join us. The... Oh. Anywho, but we're Anywho. back. There's a new season and we're excited to chat about it. We have this week, we're starting off strong with Aaron leading us through our, our little walkthrough. So let's go. Here we go. Okay, so we have a new format here this season on Fraser's Ridge podcast. We're just going to wing it and go for it and jump right in. So we know you've all seen the show already. So uh, there's no need talking about every little detail. So we have- Don't gotta do it. Don't gotta don't do it. Don't gotta do it. So here we are, season seven, episode one. First thing I wanna bring up is the introduction. Like, okay, mm -hmm. it was good, but man, like, was it me or did her voice sound like super raspy and like- Oh, I hated it. I'm sorry. I know, I think I'm like the person that I loved the first version and that's forever my version. And I, it's hard for me to accept each season's change, but this one, I super could not stand how raspy. And I was like, are we doing something with like, Roger be not being able to sing because of his hanging and I was like no because we totally wiped that clean last season and all of a sudden he could sing and speak just fine right? so oh I don't know what I don't get it I told Tiff this already but it reminded me of Fast Car by Tracy Chapman <laughs> like what? <laughs> You know that song? Fast, fast car. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it another listen. <laughs> you, yeah, feel free to do some impressive editing. I'm sure we don't have licensing right to Tracy <laughs> Chapman's Fast Car, oh but the, okay. something about the vocals hit a chord for me. And I was like, Fast Car, Tracy yeah. Chapman. <laughs> I'm getting a vibe. It's okay. I'll just like lip sync it in like Gaelic old woman. Love it. Do it. <laughs> oh my God. But um, just really quickly, because I have, I just want to say something about the recap. I don't know if you guys watched the recap before the song, the which I very much recap. needed because it had been a minute, yep. but we got an entire recap without Claire sniffing ether <laughs> or yeah. the ghost. Oh yeah. And I'm like, PTSD ghost. Yeah. <laughs> we had to spend so much time with both of them last season. Yep. And it was so important. It didn't even make it into the recap. Didn't even make so it they out. realized bad choice. Yeah. They realized. But, like, but all the bloody Mava images made it in though. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. They love their gore. Mm -hmm. Literally. It's like Black Mirror. Like Outlander. <laughs> the title of this episode is A Life Well Lost. Actually, we watched the whole episode. Is that do we even get that? I don't know. I feel like I don't get that. I think doesn't Tom say something about that? No. See, no. this is I why I need more notes. At oh. least he represents it. Like he's sacrificing himself for Claire. Yeah. So I think it's meant True. to be about Tom. Okay. It's I about Tom. <laughs> I was thinking literally every, through the whole episode, I was thinking of at least one character is going to die in this episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like literally from the woman in prison to like just every single character. I'm like, mm, the time is ticking. Like <laughs> uh, even what's his name? The Colonel or the guy. I'm just like, someone's going to die. It's not mm -hmm. going to be Claire though. Let's be real. No, no story without Claire. No story without Claire. How about the next opening scene uh, with Claire in jail? Um, I'm just like, is this an episode of Wolves the New Black? Like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> that took me a second. Uh, that's a deep cut now at this point. Like, I haven't watched that in a while. I know. <laughs> um, but anyways, on this episode of Wolves the New Black, we have Claire in prison. Um, we got some, you know, weird characters. We got uh this this woman who like befriends her and is yeah. Um, for no reason again, um, I might know here I was like, okay, we have another character in the Outlander universe that's just for no reason being kind and just giving our main characters exactly what they need to get through. And like, I'm just like, okay, sure. 
whatever everyone everyone needs a prison bestie <laughs> so are claire we, gets hers real what was this woman's first name are we talking about like sydney fergus gin like the lady that just wanted gin at all costs oh. are we talking about yeah her? i mean yeah. who cares yeah. yes I, mean, <laughs> okay. I was cool she with was. her dying like i was her i was cool with her being the life well lost i'll just say that mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say, it it didn't feel like it had any value. She was just there to make us feel more comfortable that Claire was in prison. That's how I took it. I feel a few things. One, she's there so we don't have to get all Claire voiceover of her, like, experience in prison. She's like, has to talk to somebody. Yeah. But also, as to why does she care? I mean, she's been in prison for like three months. She's like lonely. That's <laughs> true. That's true. She definitely was. Yeah. She was talking about what the courts being down and all that. Yeah. She's Yeah. Totally bored. Playing cards. Playing cards. Yep. You guys want to take a guesstimate on when Claire's first voiceover started? <laughs> well, did we I... get Jamie first or her first? Now I can't Jamie, remember. Jamie did do a voiceover mm-hmm. at the beginning. Oh. I didn't even notice. I'm going to say two minutes in. (laughs) Claire's voiceover came at the seven minute, 51 second mark. (laughs) Thank you for doing the Lord's work and fixing that for us. (laughs) I was just like, wow, they really did not waste time getting into these voiceovers, which again, felt like zero value add, I guess maybe because we did get her jail friend. Katie's like, yeah, I didn't prepare as the time I, stamp. I, took, I, t- I just, I don't know. I have such a weird feel about this whole voiceover thing in terms of like it yeah. moving story forward that I felt the need to see just how enthusiastic they were. <laughs> I yeah. took a pause to see when it happened. Did Jamie, or did, yeah, did Jamie's voiceover happen when they like zoomed in on him? Remember like mm-hmm. you guys... We were talking about the HDness of this show too. This yes. is a good thing maybe to talk about. Like we all three of us think this episode is filmed in better quality, maybe higher 4K, better HD. Um, I noticed it particularly when it zoomed in on Jamie when he was they first showed him looking for Claire. It like came mm-hmm. down right on his eyes. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking maybe that's when they did a voiceover for him. But yes. I, I'm not sure. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. Because it was like he was in like kind of a wait a waking dream state where he was like imagining her being hanged yes and that's then right. okay okay ian kind of like snaps him out and he's like i know she's alive because i can feel it in my bones yeah and then it's like serious smolder eyes and yep. he's like, let's go get my wife so i was like <laughs> Woo, let's go get her uh, yeah it was super I also noted the super like Christmas of the episode when you're looking at the greenery and the landscape and yep. uh, similarly mm-hmm. at that moment when he and Ian start kind of riding the horses over these like rolling green fields I was yep. like is this is this real is this yeah. a green well, like what is this Why as, is this yeah as someone who filters his videos and edits shit <laughs> That green of the grass was so popped. I mean, yeah. I was just in Ireland and I don't think it was that popped. Like, get out of here. <laughs> or Scotland. <laughs> I Well, that was my question to myself, knowing nothing about filming. I was like, is it just sunny for once? Yeah. Like, is that why everything so looks good. more vivid? Yeah. <laughs> um, And it's like not over there. That's I think that's the big thing of yours. I just got back from traveling to Scotland and Ireland. And I will say the weather is what surprised me the most. Mm-hmm. It was so like blah. <laughs> like literally there were there were nice days occasionally. They just don't get sun like we do over in the States. And mm-hmm. it's like sad. <laughs> so how that pertains to this episode, I do not know. We will find out. The no. grass is not that sunny green. Yes. It's definitely like was murky, edited. depressing. One question I have is how are they always finding people on this darn show? Like literally we find out she's on the boat or she you know ends up getting taken to the boat but like come on like in real i i live a mile down the road from my parents i live five miles down the road from my brother and i can't find shit like i am lost all the time like i don't know where i'm going i don't know what i'm doing and they literally can find each other like miles away random cities on boats i don't know sorry 
that's I still remember it. This is like a weird tangent, but I remember like the first time I came to visit your house and I got so lost and you had to like put oh, someone yeah. on the phone to give me directions because <laughs> I was like in a total wrong place. Yo, yo. <laughs> but so that resonates with me. I don't know how they find each other. Yeah. I, it is incredible. And no technology. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just like their love and their will of like. Oh. I, I was going to say it's because, um, you know, Jamie has a very particular set of skills, <laughs> skills that he's acquired over a very sure. long career, <laughs> skills that make him a nightmare for people like the British and the Browns. Yup, yup. If the British theory. let Claire go now, that'll be the end of it. Yep. He'll not look for them. He'll not pursue them. But if they don't, he will look for them. He will oh find them. Yeah. I didn't will kill know. Them. <laughs> I did not know I needed a take-in out of the crossover <laughs> oh my God. so badly. Auntie oh, Claire's yeah. been taken, as yeah. Ian says. <laughs> yep. And then half fury like a Jamie scorned. Like, come on. But then really, Tom <laughs> saves her. <laughs> so it's a lot changed. Yeah, what weird, right? Like, oh my gosh. What do you guys think when uh is it Major McDonald just appears out of nowhere? <laughs> He finds her too on the boat. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I mean, that's like that's the unbelievable part. Just like, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, get out of here. Get real. This guy, I know this guy. This guy. Yeah. I was, I had forgotten about him, and yeah. it was kind of good to see him for the memory jog. But I was like, are we still talking about the Indian agent thing, M- McDonald? <sighs> like. Can we move go. on? Let it nope. go. He's boating now, even. Like, does this I matter? <laughs> Come on. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I completely forgot his entire storyline the second I saw him. I was just like, uh, oh yeah, him. What's his name? Um Wasn't he, I didn't like even allergic to Adzo. He's like allergic to Adzo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? We haven't talked about them. How about our famous it couple, Bree and Roger? Oh God, do we have to? <laughs> yeah, should we just omit them from this? No, we got to talk about them. My main note here is Roger's beard. It looks so good. It looks too good. It's like the type of good where you're purposely making it look like it's disheveled. He, everything below was so good. Perfectly groomed. No grays. Okay, mm-hmm. it just was so nice. His edge was good. But then they put a little whiskers up on the top of his cheeks. They're like, oh, he hasn't, he can't keep up with those because he doesn't have like a, a buzzer <laughs> or that something. That 4K is working overtime. Oh, Aaron's sh- noticing. It the got me. It got you. It, it got reeled me. you right in. It did. I'm checking his like beardscape, yo. <laughs> nice. I was like, Bree's eyebrows don't seem as distracting as last year. <laughs> last year. I know I had a whole moment with her eyebrows um so yeah, yeah I mean I think Roger's looking good Brie I don't know something looked off with her I don't know if it was like pregnancy makeup or something yep. but I think her brows too a little bit actually her brows yeah. look a little off you know they looked less noticeable than last season but still too dark like yeah. they're so they're like a much deeper color than her red hair I yeah. think would give her but I don't know, it seemed a little wedged in there, their, their story, just to remind us that they're doing something too, you know, and they're around. It's the first. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they exist. Yeah. I was also wondering, I can't remember, like, who's watching Jemmy? Right. Is it Marcelie and Fergus? Do we, like, yeah. trust Fergus with Jemmy? Also, or... do they do they know what's going on with her mom? No, like, they don't. They don't. Okay, that yeah. makes me feel better because I'm like, what the hell's wrong with them? <laughs> They're yeah. Just chilling. Um, I also literally do not care about Roger's minister journey, like whatsoever. <laughs> just like, yeah. yeah, we don't need this. Who whose side were you on when, like, so he ministering to the prisoners and Wendigo recognizes his Muhammad Ali quote. Oh yes, uh, what, and, sting like a butterfly, fly like bee. Yeah, and like he wants Roger to let him go, and Roger's like wrestling with this, like should he wants to let him go, and Bree's like don't do it. He was part of that group that like attacked her mom. Were you leaning more towards Roger's thinking or Bree's thinking? I was leaning more towards Roger just because like mm-hmm. we come on, can we have some action in this episode? <laughs> I mean, please, like I want to see something. There was literally actually really no action, right? I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, and I actually thought Bree would have been down with it too. It was kind of like boring for her. Like I was hoping they'd be like, "Oh, you're right. Let's just like 
bust them out together and then she can be in and be like i'm a time traveler too i totally understand or like something i don't know like they were just like hail mary (laughs) i'm i'm just here to agree with whatever the pregnant lady wants like (laughs) if the pregnant lady doesn't want you to break this guy out (laughs) i am with her true story (laughs) true story well said well said I mean, Roger doesn't have the best track record when it comes to acting impulsively. So I don't blame her. What did she say? Oh, there was that thing she said. The example she gave him, like, wouldn't you come? Oh my God. She gave him a Steve McQueen example because the two of them this whole episode were like just walking like pop culture references Mm. and I know I just like read the whole taken (laughs) (laughs) words but she was like you're not Steve McQueen like blah 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 like and it was just like oh my gosh like we get it you're from the future (laughs) but didn't she say something like if you came through time you would do nothing to to find oh yeah something like that but now I can't remember why he wouldn't just stand by oh yeah wouldn't just stand by yeah yeah. yeah, but he did. Mm. Like he gave that example of being on the boat and bonnet through that ill child over the edge and That's the true. mom jumped in after and he's like, and I didn't do anything. And I was like, That's a big bomb to drop on Brie right now. She's like, Who did yeah. I marry? But then also, like, it's Brie. I mean, she sucks. She does suck. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, come on. She could have helped out so many times in so many ways. There was also that whole weird moment where, like, she was sitting on the beach and Roger approaches her and they pretend to not know each other. Like, you know how in TV and movie shows, like, couples, when they want to, like, spice up their marriage, pretend to not know each other in a bar yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, this is so on brand for Brie and Roger because this is so not spicy and so boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yep. That yep. is kind of them. Yeah, they are actually thriving, the two of them. <laughs> like, regardless <laughs> yeah. of how shitty they are, they're like, <laughs> they're living, they're doing it. They're living their best lives. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we actually don't know. They could still potentially bust him out because they may have not even showed that that could be next episode too so they could still save whatever his face is yeah i mean we'll wrap up claire going off to prison in one episode but i'm sure windigo will drag out for like five True. (laughs) yeah right come on so what do you guys think about young ian so i heard a quote uh that john bell who plays young ian said in an interview and it's that this season jamie does like a lot of talking and Ian does a lot of killing and so I thought that was like shown very much in this episode where Jamie just kind of sends him off to go kill the whole like Beardsley group the Browns or the Browns I'm sorry the Browns group thank you can they, and, I mean, can he even do that? Like, I'm just like... He can't. I mean, Young Ian from the books, Steph can. Wow. They should have done that a long time ago. <laughs> they should have maybe showed it. Yeah, right. True. <laughs> Give us some action, like right. you said, Aaron. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I missed him having more screen time. Like, I was sad we didn't get more of him this episode, but he yeah. did deliver my favorite line of, Auntie Claire is taken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Yes. So he served and then he went off to run his errands or whatever. I love him. <laughs> oh my god. Um I was I was really here for Claire's short hair in the first half of the episode. Like it was looking really good mm. and then the boat was not doing oh, it any favors. The, yes, like when Jamie <laughs> arrives, that whole scene of her hair when it's like misty out and she's on the boat i'm like oh this is not a good look yeah. for oh my Claire god right now well two <laughs> comments about that scene first of all the mist was its own character in this episode. <laughs> yeah it was so heavy it was so for heavy real. and then that whole scene felt so unbelievable for me yeah like i know they wanted to give the audience this like great moment or whatever but i'm like she is still a prisoner like <laughs> I know. not be okay with her just like kissing this dude i have to say though like this scene gave me my favorite line of the episode and that was lieutenant tate being like Ahem, this is not permitted 
Um, and I love that he threw down the the Lord John Gray card immediately. Yes. He's like, oh, I know Lord John Gray. Yeah. I know. He's <laughs> my gay bestie, him. okay? Like, <laughs> back away. <laughs> like Jamie Fraser, former right. Indian agent, friend of Lord John Gray. <laughs> now let me smooch my wife. Right? Like, oh my Mother God. of dragons. Mother of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. His energy, man. I like... I'm sorry. I mean, you guys are married. I've dated many people. Whose significant other is going to go through that much energy? <laughs> like, freaking. This is why we read these books. Right. right? <laughs> I'd be like, on to the next person. <laughs> I'd be like, moving on. <laughs> I, but I found like Sam's intensity here, like a little high drama for me. Yeah, like, I yeah. just. She's a diva. It was, it was a lot. And I, I don't know if it was just because the way they started the season on this episode, instead of finishing last season with no. this episode, no. but it was like really hard for me to get back up to that level. So yes. it emotionally, the episode was a 10, but I was at like a two and kind of bored because yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't in it yet. Like, yeah. I I don't know. I completely agree. Like, I know that there were practical reasons why last season had to end where it ended. Like, we had this covid stuff and Kat was pregnant. The pause definitely, like, this, I think this opener suffered for that pause. Like, we should have had this last season and wrapped up that whole story. Because a lot of things just didn't necessarily make sense or like you're saying you weren't feeling the the right feelings that this episode was trying to demand of us yeah. because of that pause it was also strange not to be back on the ridge too like we've been at the ridge for so long now you know mm -hmm. and like like especially for like your first opening episode like they weren't even there like at all you know it's just like mm -hmm. off and in jail like actually not reading the books I thought the entire episode was going to be in the jail. Like, I was thinking it was going to be, like, her time literally, like, Orange is the New Black, like, in there and her dynamic with them. And, like, I was a little, like, kind of disappointed, too, if that would be it. And then Jamie just get busting her out of jail. is going to hide, like, a file in a cake or something. Like, who knows? <laughs> um, but I'm glad that that just, like, got done and, like, mm -hmm. moved on. I was going to say, I think uh, you're your read of that is on par with what happened in the books. If I remember correctly, I think she was in the jail for quite a while and then on the boat mm -hmm. for quite a while. Mm. And it was like, it, it was good that they trimmed it down to one episode because yeah. it was a, a bit of a slog. Yep. And mm -hmm. we've had a lot of like, we've had a lot of boat stuff. <laughs> we've had a lot mm -hmm. of like confinement prison type shit, like move on, let's mm -hmm. go. I would like to talk a little bit sure. about Governor Martin and his life. Sure. Yeah, totally. So Governor Martin was the star of the episode for me, <laughs> I, which sounds ridiculous, but he was just giving me burnt out millennial vibes. <laughs> like, I think maybe he's following just me Rod on Instagram. Like he has had yep. enough keeping his startup going yeah he's just like i my job is stressful i am now on this boat because of my job i don't want to be here there's and fog I'm over it there's fog everywhere <laughs> and <laughs> he says to claire when they're talking about you know her possibly being a murderess and then also jamie them being unsure about where jamie stands loyalty wise basically treason is yes. worse than murder yes yeah. yes this yeah. happens i also made this note <laughs> he yeah. needs to log off he is right. too in his job he needs to log off yep. like <laughs> yep. oh my god i mean the priorities yeah and then it has his like wife in the other room like <laughs> giving birth um i didn't realize that was a thing like you could just have you could be like the commander and just have your like pregnant wife on your ship with you in the back room <laughs> what I, where are the girls i mean how old are the daughters at this point because he said they have three yeah. daughters um and right. they lost three sons i think something like that yep. but yep. she also when she was sitting down in that chair i don't did you ever play this game when you were a little kid where like 
your one friend, like you would sit with your legs like folded underneath you, like on your knees. And then your other friend would be laying down with their legs out to look like your legs. And there was like a whole hand <laughs> movement game. And then at the end, you folded down and your friend popped up. <laughs> I don't know. Did you no. have to play this? Man, uh, well, we can barely do hopscotch, so... <laughs> That's Man. what she was giving me sitting down. I was like, <laughs> you are, those legs and hands don't belong to you. Oh they belong to you. Yeah, right. That will be the next Friends. TikTok video. <laughs> oh I'll have to find something. I'll find a video to show it to you guys because it was actually super fun. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Didn't he at one point like tell her like try governing a state from a boat or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like the most sensible character, like literally. <laughs> like, um, Fair. Like, yeah. Like, He's dealing with a lot. Yeah. He really is. <laughs> oh my God. And I, I have what might be a spoiler, but a question for you, Tiff. Like, I think this is the first and last of him, right? Does he come back in any capacity? I don't remember him. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Unless there were some letters maybe yeah yeah because well i mean so this was his episode to give it his all jump right into christy here mm-hmm. in this whole freaking conf- i uh, i don't even know if he did it or not now like i mm-hmm. like i think he did do it and I, I can't remember what our last podcast was and what my prediction was on who did it but my main thing is they're all way too chill about it like yeah. they are so chill about it like Tom's like, I have a confession. And you're sitting there like looking at Jamie, like the second he says that, he should be able to put the pieces together and be like really fucking pissed and start raging. And he's just like, oh, like they just have this like mature conversation about it. And it's like he murdered Malva and a baby. Like, really. Mm-hmm. And everyone is just letting him have access <laughs> and walk around and go have a whole conversation in jail with Claire. And leave the door open. It it just is like, are we for real right now? Like, come on. So <laughs> the whole fact that like we take a pause for Jamie to give Tom like a fake eulogy yeah, is right? just absurd. Like, Weird. why does Tom need this? Yeah. This is like Tom poor Tom is like sacrifices himself for Claire, which you know would someone who just killed their daughter like Mm -hmm. do this for someone else is the question someone should be asking but no one is because this benefits jamie and claire and like the most selfish move of all time and it's like but tell me i've i've done like give me an attaboy jamie and like give me a eulogy before i go off and save your wife so weird and then tom gets on the boat and like hands Claire the confession and she goes to rip it up and he's like I have another (laughs) and all I could think was oh my god confession part two oh my god yeah he has a second confession a la Usher Mm -hmm. and I just I don't know I yeah I'm with you Aaron I I'm really glad that as someone who hasn't read the books you picked up on like how absurd this seemed and we were talking about how this just feels like such a face turn Mm -hmm. for the character too yeah like in in the books um you get a lot of like Jamie POV chapters as they're on their way to Wilmington and he's observing Tom, Christy, and how he interacts with Claire. And Jamie kind of picks up on the fact that Tom loves Claire. And so we learn about it too. So by the time, you know, she's in prison for a while and then on the boat for a while, and then Tom decides to like confess his love and try to sacrifice himself for her, it makes more sense. And I think, again, because of the break we had and not wrapping this up last season, maybe we, I don't know, one, we missed moments or we forget about moments that may have given us hints as to Tom's feelings for Claire. But also we do remember like Tom was beating his daughter and like, would this be the same guy that would willingly possibly get hanged? to save someone i don't know 
Christy was definitely the wrap-up character. Like, they just used him as, like, a mechanism to, like, close the entire last season, answer all our questions, and, like, he just... They had to, like, take him out of characterization to just get the data to, like, the viewers, mm -hmm. <laughs> essentially. Like, I... Guys, I could not keep up. My mind could not keep up with, like, the actual story. So his brother... So yeah. Malva's his brother's daughter. Correct. With his wife, who he thought was a witch... And Malva's definitely a witch. And even Christy's like convinced at the end they're still witches. That's what Tom thinks, right? That they're witches. Yep. And it's all very women blamey. And part of me is like, well, I don't know. I wonder what his wife's POV is like. Right. Did while Tom was away, did like his brother take advantage of her? And then she was taking her revenge on him. Yeah. Or we don't really know the the other side of the story there. Oh, nuts. The whole thing. How's he even alive, honestly, with all that drama? Who is the baby daddy? I still want to know that. They didn't really, like, mm -hmm. say it. Do you guys no. know? You all have Could looks on your face. Be? Like, you know. <laughs> you know, don't you? Uh, I guess, I, and again, this is, like, a weird thing. It's, like, we're wrapping all of this up, but people still don't know whose baby this is. Right? Mm -hmm. like, come on. I need more info. Some people might believe Tom did kill her and some people might, I mean, Claire doesn't seem to believe he did because she says at the end, yeah. you know, she says to yeah. his face and then says at the end to Jamie that she doesn't feel right about this because she doesn't think he did it. <laughs> yeah. She's real torn up about it. She's cuddling with her husband. <laughs> she's so confusing though. She does like the craziest shit for like little reason. And then she's still holding on to faith of Christy and he, mm -hmm is nuts like he's literally nuts <clears throat> how about the cute scene though where like her hair reminds him of his wife's hair that was yeah. like kind of cute and you're like oh okay but best case scenario for claire with him giving himself up with the weirdest due process i've ever seen of him just telling jamie and then them <laughs> going on the ship and demanding claire and it's fine and they're not even gonna show a dialogue between them and the captain or whatever but it's okay she's good now yeah so we'll see what the future has in store for uh christy here mm -hmm. but just oh. really quickly it so you said it was cute and i kind of missed this during the episode where tom was telling claire like they had similar hair or whatever but in last season wasn't wasn't tom giving her a hard time about not wearing a cap that's oh. why i think so yeah i think it. he like associated his wife's hair with like the witchiness because he was saying he saw her with like her hair blowing in the breeze and so it was like triggering for him to see Claire's hair but then yeah now it's like sentimental in a way for him I feel he has like... a lot he's a complex man Tom Christie <laughs> he yeah. has layers yeah I feel like she could have done him I feel like she could have told him she's from the future like I feel like this all could have been <laughs> solved with a good <laughs> I just mean, wants to everyone to know. <laughs> I want everyone to know. Just wear a t-shirt from the future. And this is a imagine, t-shirt. Imagine if like his wife had also been from oh my God. time. And, like, right? Yeah, that was He was crazy. seeing like tech and not so much like witchcraft. That's um, like his toxic trait is he's only drawn to time travelers. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my God. Lord. Oh, well, I will say I I will be very happy to have that storyline come to an end <laughs> and we can move on <laughs> to something a little more realistic. All right, so we're kind of at the end here. Um, we have our final kind of crazy scene. Um, like I said earlier, Heaven Hath Fury, like a Jamie scorned. Oh he, yes. He, you know, he's <laughs> they're cuddling in bed and then he gets mad sus and just like dips out dips out immediately, like check to see if she's snoring at least she just like rolls over and he's like i'm out quick let me go kill someone lord and then also that whole scene i just feel like he's being sloppy like i want to know how he i mean it looked like he was gonna strangle him to death but like come on jamie like yes kill him that's what we all want to see but still i would think maybe he'd have like a cool little potion from claire that he stole because he's been paying attention all the years and like surprises the audience and he actually like does a little medicine co you know concoction of his own and like the guy drifts to i don't know i want something cool like that not just strangulation from our hero so and we yeah, don't even see thoughts. it we don't it, even see it is it happening is it not yeah. happening i guess we'll find out next episode like did he actually kill him yeah uh that um yeah that was intense 
he's like, I'm a violent ma- man and yeah. any good in me was due to my wife and then goes after him. Yeah. He looks I didn't... just scared. Like, which I... Yeah. And he like clocked. Uh, it's Richard Brown, I think. Richard Brown's horse mm-hmm. outside like the brothelly area that he and Ian were going into for information. And mm. I did not remember the horse. So no, I was not either. understanding yeah. why we're staring at this horse. Yeah, same. I was like, is he going to just ride that horse is he gonna steal that horse you really like, want that horse <laughs> yeah but it was it would be satisfying if they were all just eliminated because yeah. that's what i always wanted i i wasn't sure if that was brown in the title card sequence too or if it was christy because mm-hmm. like the beginning starts with like the town and you see the back of someone walking Mm-hmm. And I should have probably fact checked myself here, but like I, I wasn't sure who that was in the title sequence. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. I didn't catch it. Mm. Yeah. I also wanted to quickly ask your thoughts about the reveal that Malva poisoned and tried to kill Claire and Tom Christie with the Sin Eater's bones. Did we know that last season? I'm getting mixed up if I knew it already because of the books. But um, Tom seemed to reveal it to Claire like Claire didn't know. I think we were only hinted at it. Like, I think we maybe drew our own conclusions, but it was never, like, actually said. Okay. I think. I could be wrong. Yeah, because I remember, Mm -hmm. like, her finding the Sin Eater's bones and stuff. And I think if we surmised that she was involved. I thought we knew, but I don't. Yeah, I I could be confusing that now, too. Yeah, But this is where, again, like the show deviated and maybe there were good reasons for it, but, and we probably talked about this last season, but like in the books, Brie is not medically minded mm-hmm. and Marsley isn't helping her out. And like yep. Claire was so excited to have Malva. Yeah. And then, so like finding out that this person that she thought was going to be like, her protege the next yeah her protege is like trying to kill you with curses and steal your husband is like like that alone wouldn't have been bad enough but like for it to be this person she was seeing as kind of like her her like medical daughter yeah is like must be so gutting and i again that was kind of not really felt in this weird break she was like oh well you know she she just wanted like safety and security and freedom like she understood Malva's perspective on on trying to kill her and (laughs) it's kind of wild I mean can we all I guess if we could all be like Claire I think Christy did a good job though like I only talking to you guys right now did I suddenly like I remember I did like Malva and I was rooting for her but Mm -hmm. in watching the whole episode and hearing like Christy talk about her I was like fuck her <laughs> I was like, damn, you're right. Like, shit. Like, I don't feel bad. <laughs> well, Lord. yeah, it's it's such a crazy twist, right? In the book, where you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah. this girl. And it kind of again, the timing, the the way they had to pace things, I feel yep. like it was kind yep. of lost. And then just the last scene with Jamie and Richard Brown and was again it should have been such a payoff but I was just yeah. like struggling with the level of intensity it was like this yep. feels like yeah. a Batman origin story <laughs> not, like where he was just like so you know I'm gonna get vengeance for Claire and like I have been waiting for this moment and I will take that drink after I kill you it was just like yeah. this is so coming on so strong yeah. and was just I don't know I maybe it was me and I just wasn't in the right headspace but I was just not I was not with them this episode Uh, also Jamie sitting in the chair in the dark reminded me a lot of Wesley from the princess bride sitting (laughs) when he can't actually move he can't move (laughs) just sitting there telling him I'm gonna cut off your ears (laughs) yeah Um, I've said this before, and I absolutely hate this in all stories. I've said this in other podcasts, but I hate when the characters are not being their character. They're mm-hmm. just like so everything the opposite of what they've become. And I think that's how Jamie was at the end of this. 
Um, even what was it? Oh gosh, there was a whole episode where he did kill someone, right? And then everyone got on his shit about it. And they're like, you shouldn't do that. It's wrong. I can't remember, but it was there. But everyone made a big deal about something, a murder with him. And now he's just willy nilly going to kill this person again. And it's no problem. And we're not learning here, Jamie. Like, come on, let's evolve. But (laughs) even though it is Mr. Brown, like, we want this. I'm with you, Aaron, because I had that moment with Claire this episode where she when she's in prison she's like being so quiet and like rule abiding and I don't know she's like using this like small voice even and comes across very meek to me and I'm just like this is weird and and then she gets on the boat and it feels a little bit more like her where she's like pushing back and she's telling um the colonel mcdonald or whatever he is like to basically go f himself and um i was like okay that feels like that tracks for me but the first half i just was like claire's just buying into prison life like what's going on here she wasn't like defending herself like she wasn't like even in the scenes when she was um helping out the the wife of uh the guy right on the ship Mm -hmm. um i'm like you could be saying so many more convincing things to her right now to like make her feel better and help her. She just did it. I mean, like, I feel like her knowledge and intelligence is so much higher. She could have easily proven to that girl. She's not a murderer somehow and won her over. She still did. But I just, again, I feel like uh, we're missing a certain element of her and her, her personality. So yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think same thing like what's happening to our characters yeah and I don't again maybe it's just like a reintroduction or something and it's like I just need to warm up to everything again but there were just moments where I was like that's different than what I would have expected so she pulls out the penicillin and she's like I'm not a murderer (laughs) (laughs) lord oh my god well it's like are we I I don't know I have this weird need for closure with the mayor's wife where I'm like are we gonna see her have her baby (laughs) she's alive thank you for the ginger tea (laughs) yeah like does she get her son like I just don't It was interesting too because I don't with her concern for some reason I just automatically assumed she had had miscarriages and then to find out that her sons died some other way and the youngest yeah. was eight I wondered I wanted to know yeah. more I'm like wait so did they die in the war did they get right. sick like they should not be having more kids no <laughs> like someone needs to control them um I just was not I felt a little like unsatisfied with that like I yeah. wanted to know what happened to them no lord john gray is raising them all (laughs) (laughs) set them to lord john gray foster care no um let's see how about just even the freaking ginger tea like i'm like really (laughs) she's like here's what you need some ginger tea none of these potions up here i can do anything with (laughs) well again i feel like this is all they (laughs) offer women still That's true, like, but like, oh, yeah. morning sickness. Here's a ginger candy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's the only thing that's safe for you. Right. I did like Claire looking at her bottles, and she's like, "What are you taking?" Yeah. And this woman's like, "Well, I take this one at luncheon, and this yeah. one at breakfast, and second breakfast." I cannot drain my blood. Yeah, let my blood. <laughs> but actually, don't, because you're a murderess. I did right. also respect. Mary I think it's like Mary McDonald or something like that her uh love of the hot goss because the moment <laughs> that she realized she was standing in front of Claire Fraser murderous she was like I want to know everything like- <laughs> yes, yes you're right that was great there were some there were some solid moments in this episode again I still think like it was not that great of an episode um which brings me to my rating that i'm going to give it at a 5.5 that's low for you that's very low for me and it's a season premiere episode Mm -hmm. so and which has like they need to be better so this is like definitely a 5.5 okay because like sometimes they're actually really good for no reason because they go over the top (laughs) there was nothing in here that like really did there was again no action Mm-hmm. there was our characters not being our characters you know tons of fog that was just hard to see <laughs> yeah especially in that 4k uh-uh um we don't need that um so i was sticking with my 5.5 5. 
solid and no the high was um god i don't even think i have a high i don't even have a high i don't have a high um i guess just finding out more info and no high low um being all of it (laughs) 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 it was just there's nothing to it like come on like show the rocks or even or sing me a song i don't know give me something (laughs) but what do you guys think my rating like you guys are gonna be so shocked because my rating is lower than Aaron. <gasps> I'm wow. giving it a five, but I feel a three in my bones. <laughs> but right. I was not entertained. Yeah. I don't know. I I maybe I just wasn't mentally prepared to jump into Outlander or something. True. But I fell bored like during the episode. Yeah. And I've never felt bored by an Outlander episode before. So it was kind of disappointing. Yeah. Uh, But I'm going to say a five. And I have high hopes that it's all upward trends from here. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. make it to a six. I think that my high was Lieutenant Tate, which reminds me, I have to like correct before. I think it's Mary Tate was that mm. lady's name Um, that was pregnant. But Lieutenant Tate, I don't know. Like I said, he stole the show for me. I thought he was like just hysterical with how frenzied and dramatic he was and i mean he does have a lot on his plate to be fair but he was he hit all the high notes for me my low is brian roger just all of it (laughs) so i'm a beach kiki (laughs) yeah we i don't know it felt like they were kind of shoehorned in there we didn't really we only were seeing them just to because they're main characters and it felt like they needed to be in the opening episode Mm -hmm. Um, so wait wait how did they not sorry not to like jump into your review but like how does brie and roger not know about their mom but ian just got all of the indians together like because i think ian was still there when she was taken um by the browns yeah. to be tried and Bree and Roger had already left. Or like no one could send them like a telegram or something like that's not possible. I don't get it. Like no one can ride out to just let them know. It just doesn't make any sense, you know? Mm-hmm. They need a carrier pigeon. Something, you know, like <laughs> Well, in all fairness, I don't even know where Bree and Roger really are. Yeah, nor do same. I I don't really care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not a question. Like True. I don't need to know their exact location, but yep, it was yep. just like, oh, where are they again? <laughs> so maybe I don't know. I guess priority one was get back Claire. And mm-hmm. then better to bring Bree and Roger good news of your mom got taken, but it's all okay. Yeah. <laughs> We know a person with a special set of skills. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a four. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that on the record. And I don't know, who knows, maybe by the end of the season, something will have come around that's worse. And I'll wish I had reserved that <laughs> for, but I'm I'm with you. I, I couldn't really get into it. I struggled to pay attention to some of the dialogue even. Mm-hmm. Um I think there's certain storylines that are coming that I'm excited for. Mm. And this felt like wrapping up old business for me instead of moving forward onto some of the the new storylines that I am looking forward to seeing carry it through. So it is like when you're in a meeting and you're looking at the agenda and you have to do the old business always first. And it's like, do we have to? (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah. It was just a victim of timing and circumstance here. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I don't know, maybe. There weren't even that many scenes, honestly. I mean, sometimes when we're podcasting and even when we, I know we didn't like go through like scene by scene, but I think even if we did go through scene by scene, there really weren't that many. Yeah. Like sometimes they're really hopping all over and it just essentially was like five parts of this entire episode. So um I, I did love Jamie and Ian on horseback. Like we got a few transitional scenes where they were riding on horseback, and I was like, Man, I wish this was like a screensaver and just like watch them riding <laughs> their pretty landscape like all day. Oh my god. But so I liked that. I liked Claire's short hair while she was in prison. Mm-hmm. Yo, um, yo. It was having a, a moment. Very on and trend. Yeah, it it was looking cute. 
And then I think for me, the some of the dialogue was just the hardest part because it just didn't feel right for some of the characters. Wait, not to go back, but like, did you guys think it was kind of like goofy how she put my husband in like the list of stuff for Christy to get? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I think I don't know if I thought it was goofy. I thought it was kind of smart, but what I thought was interesting was Tom's reaction to it Mm -hmm. because, you know, at first I expected him to be like proud of her for thinking of coding it in Latin and that he also reads Latin, but Mm -hmm. I think he was disappointed because he wanted to be the one to be called. It seems like he found Jamie and he's like, she wants you. And then like walks off sadly. Why would he want you, Tom? (laughs) (laughs) What? What are you good for? Supposed to know about your secret, like confession that you have brewing. This whole thing makes the British look so dumb, though. Like, because like this guy hands Tom the letter, and he's like, "Oh, really? Like, I have to get these things for her? Where am I bringing them? Onto a boat?" Like the delivery was just right. like Tom, like maybe be a little more low key right. so this guy <laughs> doesn't know you have plans. <laughs> but like, isn't it obvious to bring Jamie? That's what I don't get. Like, come on, like we He's found he fixer. knows where she is. Like, why would you not immediately tell Jamie where she is? I don't know. Yeah, it it was just like. Tom trying to play coy was like just a sledgehammer yeah. and the guy was like oh yeah yeah no, no. <laughs> um and actually it's funny I just thought about it the opening episode of last season was in the prison with Tom right I think it was Jamie oh yeah Tom. they oh, started yeah, with a flashback right. so they good, Islander good loves, call back Aaron they love their prison first episodes it's their thing Mm -hmm. outlander so that's why it's getting a five this episode (laughs) also i just have to apologize because i feel like i'm getting the names all wrong this whole podcast like governor martin i feel like i missed mixed up with lieutenant tate and called him governor tate i don't know but this is like record of my apology for messing up the names no lieutenant tate lieutenant dan like whatever Yeah, so anything else you guys want to add? I think we covered this episode, this this solid three to five. We we covered it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh seeing more and there's lots of room for improvement. <laughs> so Same. set the bar low. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. only upwards from here. Exactly. Well, thank you for joining us on our new format and take it away. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for our first episode of review of season seven. Many more to come. And if you like what you heard by some miracle, feel free to like and subscribe and join us next time for more Frasier's Rich chat and laughs. Thanks, guys. Bye. Catch you later.